Good morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to The Breakfast Show on Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88. Right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network, wherever you are. Positively different radio in the morning and you are with Lyle and... Uh, well, Lawson, but who are you? Lyle? Yes, the double L team. Don't who, you remember who the double that? L team is? I'm who, back. See, huh? I even remember how to start the show. Uh, dude, if you forgot how to start the show, I would be surprised because you say the same thing every day. <laughs> I think I think that you no, could be I haven't like... Said that. I haven't said that for like six months. I think you could be drugged in a basement of a POW camp and you would still be able to say that off off the top of your head. No script. Like, that's who you are. Like, that's... <laughs> it's a part of your being. It's part of your soul. Like. Well, you got producer Monica laughing there this morning. <laughs> so, producer Shell is uh, really struggling Dead. with the... Um with her broken shoulder at the mm-hmm. moment, so unable to join us. But anyway, be that as it may, big shout-out this morning to all those listening uh, in Glen Innes, New South Wales on 87.6, Grafton, New South Wales on 87.6, and Gunnedah, New South Wales, also on 87.6 this morning. Lawson, what are you thankful for? I am thankful that I have a, uh, look, I have a doctor's appointment today. I studied yesterday, you know, just just... Lots going on. I think lately it's been like every morning and it's like, oh, what are you grateful for? When it's not the weekend. When it's the weekend, I have something to talk about on the weekend. But when it's not the weekend, it's like, oh, well, what did I do yesterday? Well, I come in and did radio and then I went to uni and then I studied and then I studied and then I studied and then I studied and then I went home and then I slept and then I woke up and then I came here. So that's that's kind of the vibe right now. You know, that's that's the way we're living. But God is good. You know, it. it I had a great Mother's Day. So uh, guess probably, what I'm grateful for? What are you grateful for? Food. Of course. My freezer is full of food because producer Monica, who is usually radio host Monica, came to our house and filled our freezer with food because she can't cook with one arm and I can't cook with two arms. (laughs) That's awesome. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. It is The Breakfast Show here on Faith FM. We're about to have some positively different news. Before we do, Lawson's got another clue for the quiz. Lawson, oh, I do. Or oh, first clue for the quiz. Here we go. First clue for the quiz. This comes from one of my favourite eras in history. You ready? Mm-hmm. I was to appoint magistrates and judges for Artaxerxes, and if any didn't know the laws of God, I had to teach them. Cool. So this person had an epic job. They did. If you know who this is, 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text. And if you know the answer and get it correct, you will go into the draw to win 40 Days of Prayer by Dennis Smith. This is book 12, Prayers and Devotions on the Nature and Ministry of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is necessary to our faith, our witness, our walk with Jesus. And so if you want to know him more and to understand the Holy Spirit more, this is the book for you, 0491-064-669. But again, that question was, or that, that clue, I was to appoint magistrates and judges for Artaxerxes, and if any didn't know the laws of God, I had to teach them. 0491-064-669. i got a text coming through. Ganada, that's the town I was born in. That's from Freca. So shout ah, out yes. Freca. I've been up to Ganada before. Yeah, I've been there. I hung out in the in the vast fields and plains of Ganada, you know. Yep. The, oh, there's lots happening, lots of things growing. Yep. That's, that was... 
the total of my observation of uh, Canada. We got another text from Feli as well. She says, "Good morning, all. Glad to hear you back, Lyle, and the rest of the Breakfast Show team as well. Just, just compliment Lyle. You don't have to think about us as well. Just, just <laughs> yeah, say, yeah. just say you love See, Lyle. Bask in the love this morning. Yeah, that's right. If you've got anything to say, zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Now, yes. Lyle, yes." You're turning your computer screen away. You don't want to see what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm really, you know, this, Hiding this is this is some, some secrecy here. But I can see it in the glass over there. No, you can't. I say can. No. <laughs> oh, actually. <laughs> okay, so uh, how do you like explosions? I love explosions. I live for explosions. I, I, they are my favourite thing. You know this. I know this. When I walked in this morning, I saw you sitting down. I had some, I, I'd been looking at some stories before I came in. I'm like, I know what I'm going to talk about. Yes, I uh, love blowing things up. Okay, so how would you feel about the biggest explosion that's ever been recorded ever in the entire universe? I want to see it. Well, you, you can look at see, some pictures is, of it. this is the thing. This is the thing. When you love explosions, it means that you love things that God loves. God loves explosions. Because yep. there are big explosions out in the universe. Exactly. So God, this is something that I think is a bit of a guy thing, but I think that a lot of um, a lot of girls like you know the fireworks and so forth Dude, as well. The thump of the fireworks. Yeah, yeah mom's it's... nodding her head. She loves fireworks. Oh. Okay, so we love explosions. We love things that mm-hmm. blow up, and we love you know all of the pretty colours that they make when they blow up. Um, and, and and as you say, the thump that hits you in the chest and all that kind of thing when they go off. And why do we do that? Because we were created in the image of God. Mm. Absolutely. That's why we love blowing things up. Now, we blow <laughs> things up in a destructive way. God manages to blow things up and create things. Yeah. So anyway, I'm, I'm sidetracked. You, you are you, sidetracked. You just, I, knew, I knew this started. would happen. That's fine. But um, So there is a supernova. That's just, so a supernova is when a star explodes. And they've just recorded and observed a supernova exploding that is 10 times brighter and bigger than any recorded exploding star ever recorded. Now, this supernova exploding is like the the radius of its explosion is literally millions of times bigger than our sun. See, that's that's fireworks yeah. on an epic scale. Talking- you know, and I, sometimes I wonder, you know, does God blow these things up just because they look pretty when they blow up? Well, this one looks pretty as. Look at, check out the colours on just, this thing. It's just like, I mean... No one on earth can create fireworks that look like that. It, it is beautiful. You've got all the colours raining through, and you can imagine all the, uh, the the millions of other stars that it's decimating in its explosion. But I don't know. I wonder whether stars. I wonder whether this is God celebrating, you know, the creation of a world or something or other, or some big event in heaven is like, yeah, let's have some fireworks. Let's just, make a supernova. I could, uh, They'll uh, even see this one on earth. He just like you know touches it with his finger, and <laughs> it's just a massive explosion. But yeah, either that. Or he's using it to create something. Of course. Maybe both. Maybe, Maybe both at the well, same because time. Because a supernova, like as an exploding star, it's relatively destructive. So this might be yeah. the this might be the wrecking ball of the universe, you could say. Mm-hmm. What, what God uses as a you know wrecking ball, you know, just to just to blow some stuff up to to put something else there. Because he can. Yep. Yep. Oh, this is awesome. Knockdown rebuild. I, I love it so much because it shows that our creation is so dynamic. Yes. Uh, but also, like, it's, it's, it's dynamic, it's ongoing, it's not static. Just as we are not static, and, and often people can have the view of this earth that, oh, the reason this earth is not static and it's different is because of sin. But I think even if you remove sin, we believe in a God who is a person. 
Like oh, absolutely. And we created in his image. That's right. And people are dynamic and we decide to build, to create, to change, to, to do all kinds of things in, and we can do those things in a good and positive way that represent different stages of growth. I mean, this is just a big example of something that happened on my street the other day where someone came in with an excavator, knocked down a house, and now they're building another one. Absolutely. My, my dad just bought an excavator and he's been. Oh. I want to turn. You should, you should come out like you should <laughs> I want to turn. Come and, come and jump <laughs> on the excavator because we, we live on like four acres, three acres, and uh, we've got a pretty – you've been out to my yes, place. I have. huge slope down. Yes. And so he's, you know, just filling out that slope and building a road down to the bottom, and then we've got like a, a accommodation. It's like a granny flat that he wants to move that around, like in a different spot on the hill. And he's, he's just if got he digs plants. up anything interesting – yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hey, I've got another story here. This is coming from none other than far north Queensland. Oh, yeah, uh, go. Where they have one of the most epic races in the world. So I, I've been watching recently. I love watching videos about, like, running and sprinting and all kinds of things about, you know, like the shoes that they use. Like, even if I'm not in a season of running, which at the moment I haven't been consistently running, but just watching the videos about running and how they how they run. And, you need to get a life. Oh, it's so cool, though. <laughs> like, it's, you know, how they, like, this guy, I, I watched a video recently about how there was an Olympian who decided to change the foot that he started on in the 100-meter sprint. And that change of the foot, he's actually a Chinese athlete who's like five foot five, so he's like tiny. And he ran the fastest 60 meter split of all time. So mm. he's faster over 60 meters than Usain Bolt. And mm. then he finished in like a 9.8, which is slower than Usain Bolt, but it's like just, just amazing all the, all the stuff that goes into it. But the race that they do in far north Queensland, it's a little bit technical because there's an added element into it. It's called the Great Wheelbarrow Race, and it's where they run 140 kilometers pushing a wheelbarrow. Pushing a wheelbarrow. Which is, What's in the wheelbarrow? Uh, from what it seems, nothing. It's just an empty wheelbarrow, and they just got to push it 140 kilometers. Now, there are teams in this race, teams of 10. I know some people who have participated and competed in this race and have done well. But there's one team that's being highlighted at the moment called Dad's Army, which is a team of 10 veterans who are all, like, 75-plus uh, go which is guys. so awesome. And obviously, it's using the name Dad's Army, which is the reference to um, the the guard in the UK during home World guard, War Two, yeah. the home guard who looked after the country while the other soldiers were out because they were either too old or it had a, a comedy prof- show. Yeah, and it became a comedy show, of course. Um, but yeah, the Dad's Army just absolutely. This is just a bunch of veterans from far north Queensland who get together and just push their wheelbarrow. And obviously, it's amazing that they have this awesome feat and they're doing this awesome thing. But the Great Wheelbarrow Race has a cause that supports a number of different charities, heart disease, um, diabetes, you know, all different foundations, uh, medical foundations that they're putting research into to overcome a lot of the diseases that people of their age are, are being affected by. Are you by allowed it. to build your own custom wheelbarrow or can you, or do you, it has to be like, you know, a Bunnings specialist? I know, because for these guys, they're like, oh, we just go and get the local wheelbarrow. But if if I competed, if I think if we competed, it's like, all right, all right. Like carbon, we, you, carbon fiber. Dude, you would trick out, you would, maybe it's like kind of a, a spec series but you can do some like stuff to it you know like you can fill it with helium like go and uh go and 
buy a wheelbarrow from uh, from Bunnings, but then like even though it's plastic, but then find a way fiberglass, hollow the thing out, you know, hollow the tubes out, you know, put a put a put a slick tire on the front, you know, the the compu- fill it with hydrogen. Oh, <laughs> hydrogen! Yes, fill it with hydrogen. <laughs> put an electric motor. It's like how they cheat in cycling. Put an electric motor in the wheel that no one can see, <laughs> and then take off. Pulls you up the hills. <laughs> don't listen if you want to compete in this race. Don't listen to anything we say. Um, but the dad's army team themselves raised twenty five thousand dollars, wow. which is amazing. And then obviously all the other teams competing as well are raising huge amounts of money to go to charitable causes. But I'm like, oh, this is awesome. This is so fun. But my my next thought is, wow, we up there showing Queensland is how it's done. Team Faith, Faith FM, FM, just yeah. absolutely Faith FM t-shirts, Faith FM wheelbarrow. Oh, we would we would dominate them. We just need to work out for like a year. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Here on The Breakfast Show this morning, we're about to have some more serious news before we do. Another clue for a quiz. All right, next clue for the quiz. Who am I? The king granted me everything I asked because the hand of the Lord was with me. That, that's, a, that's, that's a good place to be in. It and it indeed. seems like good things happen. 0491-064-669. And if you know the answer to that one, you'll go into the draw to win 40 days, prayers and devotions on the nature and the ministry of the Holy Spirit by Dennis Smith. We want to give this to you absolutely for free. Maybe you've got some of these books already. This is book 12, and this will be a blessing for you because it's always good to do devotions, to wake up early in the morning, you know, open your Bible, crack open the Word of God and... And you have this book with you as well as a companion. So 0491-064-669. Again, the king granted me everything I asked because the hand of the Lord was on me. 0491-064-669. Okay, so I'm going to talk about cartoons this morning. Okay, sure. Which is kind of random. I don't think I've ever talked about cartoons in the more serious section of uh-huh. the news ever. And this particular cartoon is called The Wing Feather Saga. I'm not a big fan of cartoons. I'm not here to promote it anyway. Uh-huh. But I just find its uh, its basic theme really, really interesting. It's heading into its second season at the moment. Uh-huh. Um, it's had over uh, seven – it's been uh, streamed more than seven million times the is, first season. Is this a, like, a children's? It's children's. Okay. It's a children's uh, – definitely a children's um, uh, an- an- animated series. Uh-huh. And – its basic theme interests me. Why? What its is it? Its basic theme is do not ever be true to yourself. Huh. In other words, do not follow your heart. This is the worst idea ever. Really? Yeah. That is so random. I know. That is so strange. That's the theme of it. The theme of it is do not follow your heart because your heart will get you into trouble. Be true to God, be true to your family, be true to your community. So this is a Christian thing. Yeah, so it's um, based on Wing Feather Saga, which is a series of um, books by uh, singer-author Andrew Peterson. Oh, sure. We played plenty of his stuff here on Faith yep. FM. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been incredibly successful, apparently. And uh, they state our culture right now tells us that tells us that kids can learn their identity and who they are in the world in their own selves mm. and, in fact, individually apart from their families. And we just don't believe that's true. Well, it's not a matter of not believing it's true. The Bible says it's not true. The Bible says the human heart is desperately wicked and evil above all things. So mm. if you follow your heart, 
or if you're true to yourself, where do you think you're going to end up? I'm going to, I want to die to self. I've said this so many times here on Faith FM. I want to be true to Jesus Christ, not my heart. Mm. I've tried being true to my heart, Absolutely. and it gets me into trouble every single time. Mm. Uh, so it goes on and says, so in our story, these kids find their identity, their purpose in life through their family, through their community, and through their creator who made them. Mm. What's the purpose that he has for them? And that's something that they'll wrestle with the entire seven seasons that oh, they're wow. creating. Mm. Um, what I'm called to be, what I'm supposed to do, and what I may be told in my heart, which is something else, which may not lead to good conclusions. Mm. So this is really bucking the trend, and it's even bucking the trend within Christianity because, I mean, how many times have you been heard, in, heard it said in church from somebody stands up the front and is like, oh, you know, it's important to be true to yourself or it's important to be true to your heart or whatever it is, mm. or like, post it up on social media. So many Christians post this kind of stuff on, on social media. I'm like, no, no. just no. No, no, never, Mm-mm. no. This is absolutely a terrible idea. Uh, and anyone who's tried it knows that this is a terrible idea. You know what's so funny is just before we've come into this segment, in the break, I'm like, oh, La, I want to show you something. I'm like, oh, I'll show you it in the next, in the next break. I was going to show you a clip from a child's cartoon, a secular child's cartoon, where they're like promoting transgenderism. And like the different characters have different pronouns and like they're explaining how pronouns work and that you should respect each other. It's like, it, and the, the cartoon, it's like a, a young kid's version of Transformers, which is again a very famous property and has famous movies and whatnot. Um, but I was, I was literally about to show you that before the segment started. I had no idea that you were going to talk about this, but I've seen multiple of these and they're particularly these shows that are put out by, there's a few companies. Well, like, Especially not Disney is in a position where if they fall too hard into that, if they fall too hard into that side of like gender politics, they'll get, they'll get boycotted from a huge portion of their, of their base. So they, they're not about it, but your smaller companies like your, like Hasbro, the toy company also has like a, a, uh, a division that's based on like, like television media, dude. Every single one of their shows, they have like multiple scenes of like, there's a character who comes out as gay or something. And this is, this is shows that are literally, these are the kind of like five to six year olds. Like this is, this is the, the era that we're, this is the, uh, the age group that we're targeting, that they're targeting with this kind of media. And it's absolutely insane. Like all the clips are coming up. I see them on Instagram and Twitter all the time. And it's like, like it's just, it's totally unexpected, mm-hmm. and it's and it's remakes of all like the old cartoons that I grew up with. Like like it's like Power Rangers, and then like one of the Power Rangers is like, actually, I don't feel like a man today. It's like, what are you talking about? Like 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 fight Godzilla or something? Oh, like what is this? And so it's what. But what we can see there, it, because it's like what what compels someone who's an adult? Because it's all adults who make these shows to go out of their way to to shove this. To 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 mm-hmm. push this into mm-hmm. their shows it's and grooming. it's grooming. It's what it is. It's, it's grooming. grooming, bro. Uh, just a bunch of sickos. It, it, it is so messed Such up. Such a bunch um, of sickos. Um, I ugh, yikes! And so it's fantastic that we have this media in this you, space. This is what you happens when you clamp down on pedophiles and make it hard for them. Yeah. They they do this. Yeah, they've it's grooming. They, they've just they're playing the long game. So I I am. It's it's shocking what's happening, and I think then it's a, it's a warning call. I I think that this show itself is 
Well, it's fantastic because it's giving alternatives that mm-hmm. children can watch and be blessed by. Uh, but it's yeah, I'm not I'm not recommending the show. By the way, I don't know what it's like. Yeah. I'm just I'm recommending this concept. Yes, that is a yeah, foundational we've, we've, to the show. We've never we've never watched the show, no. but it's like I like the concept. Yeah, absolutely, is a foundation. And so, but it, in terms of your children and media and whatnot, I think it's definitely important to think about. Oh, what what am I actually allowing my um, children to consume because there are people out there who are trying to who are trying to change them. Literally. Yeah. All right. So California church shooter is facing ninety eight charges and could be sentenced to death. So wow. this is a story that broke last year where a Chinese man um, uh, went into a Taiwanese church. Ah, uh, yes, we talked about this. Yeah, we did. And his name was uh, no, I'm not even going to give his name, mm-hmm. uh, but he was a sixty nine year old Chinese American. Um, he went into the church and. Uh, would have probably killed everyone in the church if he'd have been able to, but he was tackled mm-hmm. by a, a a medical doctor who was a member of the church, and as a result of that, the church members were able to wrestle his weapons away from him, uh, and the doctor who tackled him died in the, in the attempt, gave his life to save the other members of the church, uh, and five other five other people were wounded, but he's now up on uh, ninety eight charges, and he could. He could see eight charges. So 45 counts of violating, 45 counts of obstructing free exercise of religious beliefs by force, Mm. 45 counts of violating the Matthew Shepherds and James Bird Hate Crimes Prevention Act by attacking the church congregants because of their actual or perceived Taiwanese origin and Presbyterian faith. Mm. One count of attempting to damage or destroy a building using, used in interstate commerce. Mm. One act of carrying explosives during the commission of a federal felony and six counts of using a firearm during the commission of a crime of violence. So, yeah, they're stacking up on this guy. And, you know, just reflecting on what happened here, and this is what we've seen over and over and over again because mass shootings have become, you know, a part of the American culture for whatever weird and twisted reason. And it is something that we need to think about in our places of worship these days mm. that we never used to have to think about before. But the only time that the numbers of people killed are small is where the congregation reacts by running towards the attacker rather than away from the attacker. Absolutely. This is the only time. Every time they run away, you get you know, 30, 40 people being killed. Every time they run toward, you get... In single digits. Mm. People die in single digits. Mm-hmm. And this is universally the case, and mm. we have seen it over and over again. And I think one of the reasons we see so much of it and we now understand this so well is because of CCTV and, and so forth. We can actually go back and um, analyse what takes place. But, yeah, this guy's going to go down for a very, very long time. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. It's the breakfast show here on Faith FM. You're with the Double L team, Lyle and Lawson. It's been a while since we've been on together, but it's good to be here. And before we go to our interview, we have another question for our quiz. Next question for the quiz: I left Babylon to return to Jerusalem during the reign of King Artaxerxes. 
0491-064-669 is the number to call or text if you know the answer to that one. If you do, you'll go into the draw to win none other than 40 days of prayers and devotions on the nature and the ministry of the Holy Spirit by Dennis Smith, which is a book you definitely want because we want to be able to connect with God and we want to be able to be filled with His Holy Spirit to understand Him and to be able to be led as well. 0491-064-669. I left Babylon to return to Jerusalem during the reign of King Artaxerxes. Okay, interesting. We haven't had anyone to call in for the quiz yet. Must be a hard. We just had one. someone answer correctly. Oh, okay, all right. We all just right. we just someone that they're like, okay, that's that's enough clues. I'm ready to go. So Let's see sh- how many more of you. Shout can out, have. Kathleen. Good job. Yeah. See how many more of you can get the correct answer. Well, joining us on the phone this morning is Camilla Scaff. Uh, Camilla, welcome to the show. Good morning. Welcome. Thank you for having me back. It's great to hear your voice, Lyle, and awesome. Mm. Uh, it's it's uh, for me. It's good to be back. And uh, I uh, I take it you've got um, some small people in your house this morning. Here in the yes, yes, I've got my small people. They're having their breakfast. They oh, woke nice. up very excited for the day. And they're happy to be part of the show as well. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> special welcome, special shout out to the small people in Camilla's home. Now, Camilla, we're talk- what are we, what, uh, what's, we're talking obviously about health because you're the health director for, uh, the North, for our church for the northern part of, Austra- of New South Wales. Let me get this right. And, uh, so we're going to be talking about health this morning. What specifically are we talking about today? Yes, we are going to be talking about the benefits of physical activity and exercise. This year, it's just been my goal to be more intentional about that because, you know, as a mom and as, you know, busy working and accomplishing things, oftentimes we just don't move intentionally. We get moving, but not necessarily activating our muscles and our brain. So I think that's one of the things that I've been trying to be more intentional about. Mm. And I've been so much, you know, greatly blessed, Lyle. That's why I want to share this this morning and hopefully inspire some people to do the same. Absolutely. Now, we started off the show, Lawson was talking about the annual wheelbarrow race in North Queensland where people push wheelbarrows for like 150 kilometres. We were just thinking <laughs> we should put together that's a fun. Uh, we should, we should put together a Faith FM team and maybe you can be our first recruit. Come and join the annual wheelbarrow <laughs> race. I agree with you. I totally agree with you. And ho- what is the distance? It's like, it's, 150 it kilometres. Oh wow, it's that's you, amazing! It's a ten-person team. So yeah, you do it as a team. Yeah, a team, so yeah. Relay. Something that I do with friends, you know, I run health programs at the food pharmacy mm. in the Atun Health Center, and one of the things that we do together, we sum up the steps that we do during the week, and then we choose a place in the world where we're going to be doing a tour. So we've done, for the, for example, Italy, where, you know, the sum of the steps of everyone walking during the week, it will basically take us on this tour track, and we go into the cities, and we find out about the culture, the cooking, and all of that. So um, this is something that I would love to be part of, um, even on a wheelbarrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Do it. Do it really. I think Monica used to do uh, a similar kind of um, program, yeah, touring around the world with uh, the number of steps that she does. And it was really, really interesting. You used to get little prizes for it and that kind of thing. I think it was a, 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 I think it's a great um, motivating mm. uh, tool to, to use for getting, getting out there and getting active. That's right, Lyle. And, you know, especially I would say 
to boost um, our body, our energy, and to help our immune system, it's so good to regularly exercise. Any kind of moderate intense activity and exercise can help to boost our immune system and fight mm. infections, even COVID. You know, I've, I've actually been um, blessed because a lot of people got COVID around me recently. And because of being intentionally exercised on a daily routine, I haven't got anything, not even a cold. Oh, that's amazing. Praise God. Tell me, they, I've heard this saying, it's been going around for the like maybe the last uh, 10 years or so, that sitting is the new smoking. How bad is a sedentary lifestyle of just where, you know, you, you sit in the car and go to work, then you sit in your office and uh, work, and then you sit in the car and go home from work, and then you sit in front of the TV and have your dinner and watch a movie and then lie down and go to bed. Mm. Yeah, that's one of the major problems around the world, the increasing sedentary lifestyle. In Australia, actually, the Australian Health Survey reported that um, about 60% of Australians don't do the minimum required physical activity per day, which would be 30 minutes. Um, so it, it is it is really uh, worrying because people are becoming more, um, you know, attached to their desk at work or even like on their leisure time, they spend time on screens and, um, yeah, they're really not getting outdoors and getting physical activity. So not only not being intentionally you know, moving, but they're also not getting sunlight, which is also, you know, just increasing a lot of the issues with the lack of vitamin D, etc. And the other problem that is causing, it's that the prevalence of disease and uh, obesity in Australia. I don't know if you know this, but Australia is already one of the highest rates of obesity in the world. Mm. And, um, And then exercise along with the balanced diet can definitely help to address these issues. And they are, if you think about it, they can be free or very affordable. You know, um, I have this weekly cooking club that I, I love to empower people on to cook with very inexpensive ingredients. What's available on the, you know, on the shelves of like seasonal, but also to exercise, go for a walk outdoors doesn't cost anything. And this is one of the things I find interesting when I travel because the first thing that you notice when you land in an international airport somewhere else in the world is how much thinner everybody is. Why is it that I can fly into, say, for instance, France and they don't have the levels of obesity that we – I mean, this is a a first-world country like Australia, very wealthy. Why don't they have the same levels of obesity as we have here in Australia? Yeah. Well, the levels are definitely increasing a little bit in these countries, but I think that they're still collecting the benefits of their cultural um, just lifestyle. For example, you probably heard about the Mediterranean diet um, and the blue zones. You know, we've got people in La Malinda, US. We've got people in Okinawa, Japan. These people are part of a, a larger population, but they are um, demonstrating a lifestyle that includes daily and physical activity that is just kind of putting them at another level. However, when you look into what is bringing us, you know, here in Australia to have all this um, higher index of uh, obesity, and there are several factors, but one of the factors besides what I said, the sedentarism, is that um, people are consuming a lot of um, ultra-processed foods. You know, these are foods that don't have 
fiber or they have very low fiber. And therefore, people start overeating because they don't have the sense of satiation that the uh, fiber can give. They also, another point is a lack of drinking water. Lots of people are replacing water for juices um, with high content of sugar or fizzy drinks. And this can also prevent us. And on top of that, not doing the, you know, daily physical activities. Another point is that Australians have a large aging population, just like in Europe that you mentioned. And in Australia, this aging population is rapidly growing. And so having physical activity regularly can really help the adults to maintain their independence, you know, um, especially women, um, the highest rate of dementia in Australia is actually the number one leading cause of death today mm. for women. And we know uh, scientifically that exercise can really help to prevent dementia from coming in early years and can even turn off some of the genetic predispositions of people. So we know that you know, exercising seems like a buzzword, but it actually works and it can help people to manage their diseases, even like arthritis. We, you know, for example, I was talking to a lady the other day. Um, she's got diabetes and high blood pressure and heart disease. We've got a very large percent of our population. I think like one out of three people already, they are experiencing some type of chronic disease, including cancers. And, you know, what we know about exercise and physical activity, that it can actually help people to fight, to manage these uh, issues. And to some, in some cases, I've seen people to even revert diabetes, even to mm. revert you know, reverse these uh, chronic issues and live a better life because, you know, it's not fun. Even if you're taking medication, there always will be side effects. And, you know, if you wake up and you're feeling sluggish or you don't have energy or you're feeling pain, it, it can be really daunting. People can get really depressed. So mental health is also another issue and uh, we can get mental health benefits from exercising. So that's something that our I, I, I have like a personal story that, you know, sometimes we go through difficult moments in life. I've lost my sister a couple of years ago, and that was really difficult for me because it was right in the middle of COVID. I couldn't go to my country and visit my family. And really, amongst other things, um, especially trusting God, exercise really inspired me and helped me to stimulate my endorphins, you know, the hormones that make you happy. And uh, it's, you know, it's oftentimes the endorphins is related to feel good hormones. And we know scientifically that exercise helps our body to build and to make those hormones. So it's definitely a good way to feel happy, to um, decrease the feelings of stress, anxiety, and even depression. What are some useful strategies that we can use to get enough exercise into our life? You talk about 30 minutes a day. Um, you're a mum. You also are an entrepreneur. You start businesses <laughs> and, you know, all of these kinds of things, food pharmacy and so forth. What are some useful yes. strategies that, that we can use to just find time in the day to spend 30 minutes exercising? Yes, look, there are a few things that you can do on your daily basis. For example, um, 
park your car a couple of blocks away than you normally would. So you can walk to, uh, you know, you can walk a little bit more, increase your steps. Because in our, you know, we, you mentioned in Europe before, a lot of people do a lot of walking. They do a lot of uh, bicycle, you know, like cycling. And then in Australia, because of where, you know, the, the population is not as great and not, not a lot of population, but then there are lots of areas, the territory is large. So we tend to drive a lot, you know. And so this is one of the strategies to um, always have some extra time so that you can have, a, you know, even a five minute walk. And uh, before you go into your appointments, I like to take my kids on a walk. It really helps them to also create and release endorphins for them to feel appreciation for being outdoors. And one thing that has helped me this year particularly is to do something that you like, some type of activity. For example, I love Pilates. Pilates is something that to me is relaxing. It's helping to stretch my muscles and to also give me strength and build strength in my body. And I've just um, got together with a group of girlfriends that, you know, I love and I like doing things with them. So having someone that is sort of like waiting for you, you know, like someone or even if it's going to be just you, maybe you join a gym or something that you've got somebody saying, hey, I missed you. And so um, I've joined this gym. They had a special uh, recently and it was like 28 day free trial. I was like, okay, I'm going to do that free trial. And then you have to book in the class before you go. And that to me was very important because I'm a very high responsibility person. So I knew that if I booked that class, I needed to be there and to do it first time in a day. Don't leave it for the last thing. So that's been my priority. I wake up earlier and before even the kids are up, I'm out there doing my, you know, 15, 20, half hour, ideally a half hour, but you can always do 10 minutes, um, lots is lots and then do some increments and grow from there don't think that you've got to do every day start sure. once a week or twice a week and with like 10 to 15 minutes uh slots and i think that's a good start mm-hmm. absolutely very quickly before you go um very few of us in australia have the luxury of living in the country and so you know we're, we're living in town and that kind of thing uh, the average yard is not that big for kids to get exercise uh, you've got some 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 children there that are growing up. Strategies moving forward to keep them moving. Yes, going to parks. I think that Australia is like most of the cities that I've visited in Australia. Large cities have beautiful parks. So um, spending more times in the playground, um, walking around the park, that is definitely a good thing. But, you know, we, it can be as simple as just going around the block and saying hello to the neighbors. Sometimes, you know, we make crafts and we say, let's go and bring to the neighbor at the end of the street. It gives them a little goal to do together and they love it. You know, they can ride their little bicycles or a scooter. So it doesn't only have to be a walk. It can be anything that is going to get them moving. Fantastic. Camilla Scaff, thank you so much for this morning to for joining us and talking to us about good health. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.